You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In-depth conversations. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth down in the Steel City, Crowley, Dunlap, Steelers, Bills. Steelers are a 14-point underdog for the first time since 1969. Colin, what were you doing in 1969? Nothing, nothing. I was born in uh, December 18th, 1976. 76. Yeah, I'm not that old. Come on. Like, here we go. Uh, It's fascinating to me that if you've kept track of gambling things for that long or if you went gone back and looked at it it speaks to maybe the Steelers you know what people would take different gambling uh, quotients from that or take mm-hmm. different facts from it it does speak to their mantra and it does speak to kind of what they're all about they're always in it like they always have a chance and they're stuck in the stuck to some degree in the throes of that right now like, they're never looked at as a team that can get blown out and this whole Tomlin's never had a losing season kind of thing. I think it's emblematic by that number right there. You know, even through the 80s when they were really bad, yeah, they lost some games. Um, they weren't more than a two-touchdown underdog. I know that the Bills are really good. I also know that they haven't been exactly world beaters right. their last couple of times out. What it tells me is everything that folks feared – with the Ben Roethlisberger retirement, it's now here and it's slapping us right in the face. That number's not only about the Bills and how good they are. I mean, this is a a football team that experts, and I would consider the Vegas people experts, believe is not a very good football team. And even Kenny Pickett making his debut doesn't shift things. I would be interested to see what the line would be if it were Mitch Trubisky or if it would differ all that much. 
Oh, good question. Um, you tell me what you what you think about that. I think, man, I think the Bills might have been favored by. I think it would have been about the same. I think it would have been about the same because Kenny Pickett, while he definitely provided the quote unquote spark against the New York Jets, right? It's still the guy's first start and it's on the road and those fans are nuts and that team is good and his defense is super banged up. All right, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Mm -hmm, What mm -hmm. is the spread with Mitch Trubisky playing and TJ Watt? Okay, what is the spread Mm, with Mitch mm, Trubisky mm. playing but no TJ Watt? What's the spread? I say 14 and a half, 15, just another point. Yeah, I was thinking maybe they add the hook there. Yeah. Okay. What is the spread with Mitch Trubisky playing and TJ Watt playing? Maybe 13 and a half. What is the spread? We know the spread with Kenny Pickett playing and no TJ Watt. What is the spread with TJ Watt and Kenny Pickett playing? I say 11 and a half, 12. I'm going to say 12, 12 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think we heard Chris Hoke. I mean, he was beating his chest about it on 93.7 The Fan, former Steelers defensive lineman, saying that he thinks the Steelers will be 4-0 and with T.J. Watt. I'll ask it this way, though. Are the Steelers... Hmm. I want to make sure I frame this correctly. No, don't. Just go with it. You know, if you don't frame it correctly, then you know what? everybody you know will what? make fun of you. It's a, it's a podcast. Right. It's a podcast. On. I'll say what I want. Mm-hmm. I do think they'd have a winning record or at least be even if TJ Watt were healthy. And thus, I don't think they would have gone to Mitch Trubisky. I think I might be happier. I think I might be, I think they might be better off being one and three now turning it over to Kenny Pickett. I think he gives them a better chance now for the rest of the season. And you also get to look at your future. So I'm actually okay with where they are. If Kenny Pickett works out either in the short term or long term, and if he works out in the sh- if he works out in the long term, that would mean most likely he's probably going to work out some in the short term. If it does work out, the greatest thing that may have changed the Steelers franchise is Deontay Johnson catching a football out of bounds, man, by if, a big toe nail. Yeah, yeah, but and that's eyelash, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he catches it in bounds, they beat, uh, they win that football game against the Jets more than likely, and. You have um, Mitch Trubisky still in the game, still in the game through that uh, second half and playing most likely no matter what, at least into this week. I think it does. It did change the fortunes. But here's the thing, what it, what it does. And here's the conversation. I think it's a great podcast conversation here is that's exactly when we talk about in the NFL, the importance of every play, the importance of every snap, the importance of every possession, thus the importance of every game. There's only 17 of these. I always stress that so much. Yeah. You have to – everything has so much weight. What we look at as an innocuous inside three-yard run. You know, it's just one play. Well, if your center dings his wrist up and then you have <laughs> – even if he's out two plays, three plays and has to get retaped, that might be where your guy gets sacked. And you go backwards and you lose three points where you would have otherwise kicked a field goal, and that's one loss there. And then, bang, you miss the playoffs by a game. Every play matters. Baseball, eh, got 162. You miss a cutoff, man? Okay, all right, we get them the next day. Hockey, 80-some. Basketball, pretty much the same. Football, if you take the amount of snaps and then the amount of games, 
you can figure out the finite number. You can figure out exactly what it is, I guess. You can come to that number. But it really goes to show how much you have to – the importance on every single freaking snap. Man, you're, you're right. right about that. And if you look at the standings, everybody's bunched up right in one tight, neat little bag. The Steelers could have played the exact same season, and you get a bounce in each of the three losses. They could be sitting here at three and one. It's the same football team. And if you would have played each of these games an extra five minutes, I mean, the Steelers defense wore down, I suppose, but maybe they are sitting here at three and one. You know what I mean? Like, are they were are they a worse team than the Jets? They were on a given day, but you play that game ten times. I I don't know. Let's I think, flip it. If there's a good snap against Cincinnati, they're zero and four. No, you're right about that. And that's that's my whole point, right? Throw a blanket over the entire league, though, and I think that's where you are. Like the Colts, the Colts, what are they? Two, two, and one, or something like that. And there's a wide open wide receiver running through their end zone on the final play of the game. That if Russell Wilson of all people hits, they lose. Instead, they win, and they're still in the thick of this playoff race. It doesn't make them a better team than the team that they just beat. I I guess what I'm trying to say is we look at things and all that matters is the result, but the Steelers could be the exact same team and have a better record. And it wouldn't make me feel better about them as we move forward. Like, I don't think this team was ever destined for great things, but it doesn't mean that they couldn't at the end of the year have right with this same team been nine and eight, right? I'm exactly with you. And here's why, like, here's another example. Take last year and take the – just look at it from a negative standpoint and work that way. Take the drops from Ebron. Take the drops from Deontay Johnson. That's why I never get on anybody who gets on these guys so heavily. And who was the guy, too, that they signed in the offseason? They brought in from the Colts. He played for like half a season, and they had to let him go because he dropped every freaking – Moncrief. Moncrief. When people yell and scream at their television, when people are at games – and they're like, you bum, you jerk. Or a guy fumbles, Olszewski, right? Which has happened. You, I would much rather a coach make that move two plays too early than two plays too late. Man. Same thing with the fan base. I never, ever, ever. And again, I'm real big on you act how you want to act. I'll act how I want to act. I don't tell fans how to act. But I would never try to shout down a fan who got all over a guy who made a big mistake. That. Those drops by Johnson, those drops by Ebron in the past, Moncrief in the past, you don't know what it it ends up molding into. It could be the one play that screws you out of the playoffs. And you know what? We're circling this bad boy. But let's say that pass was completed from Mitch Trubisky to Deontay Johnson in the back of the end zone, and he gets that Nats eyelash inbounds. And Mitch Trubisky's still the starting quarterback today. Does that mean he should still be the starting quarterback today? Because did, it's did the his same whole body throw. of work different, or is it just one throw and one catch? Right. I mean, it was the same exact throw. It's just whether or not the guy gets his feet down, and and that determines whether or not the quarterback played well enough or not to stay in the game. I mean, it's fascinating to me, and I do wonder. Like the one thing I'll really question, because you and I were both on the same page in in our belief of Mitch Trubisky. I think if you wanted to save the season, the way to do it, because I think they're screwed after you lose to the Jets, 
wasn't going to Kenny Pickett in a relief pitcher role. It was going to Kenny Pickett as the as the opener of that game, the starter of that game, and saying, you know what, you've had 10 days to prepare. You go get it. And I think if they had, I imagine the Steelers are 2-2 two and two right now. And if you find a way to steal one of these four, which I think is a possibility, you can always steal one. Even I think if the not Tampa game win. is they're ripe. But anyway. Yes, I'm with you there. Maybe Miami. We'll see what's going on with uh, with the quarterback there. And two, a tongue of Iloa. If you were two and two right now, you could be three and five at the bye. And we're looking at this league. You're right there. You got a shot. And the back half of the schedule ain't all that. You know what's glaringly obvious to me, too? In After I digest all the, the stuff that was said after the game, post-game, and then in through the week, I honestly think Trubisky went into the Jets game and thought he would be removed if one of two things happened. He got dinged up and couldn't physically really go out there, and it was obvious and it showed. Or he threw like seven interceptions. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. really don't think, and now digesting all this media coverage, his mannerisms, his body language, what he said to the media, Matt Canada, what he said to the media, Mike Tomlin, even what he said to the media. I think that Trubisky and maybe even the staff going into that thought, that Trubisky was absolutely safe and some epiphany came over them at halftime. Like Trubisky had no idea that performance Hmm. would get him taken out of the game because he wasn't all that much different than what Mitch Trubisky had been in the past, which lends itself to this. If it was unplanned, for me, it's kind of an error. They should have just done it beforehand or waited till after. Well, at the very least, you should know what you're looking for that right. was going to promulgate the change. Like if if there should have been in Mike Tomlin's stack of papers or whatever his tablet that he carries around on the sideline, you swipe a couple of times, you click on a folder, it says, When do I bench Mitch? And it says he's thrown seven interceptions, or we can't score double digit points against the Jets in a half. Like there should have been a criteria that they were at least going off of to know when they were going to go to that guy. Right, like your go for two chart. We go for two if the score – it should have been like that. uh, An Encyclopedia Brown book, turn to page 148 if Mitch does this, right? I do love the idea of a table of contents at the front of a book, and it just says, (laughs) if you've scored this many points against the Jets, you flip to that page, and it goes, go with the other quarterback. Well, here they are. They've got the other quarterback. He's got a big task ahead of him. We'll talk about Kenny Pickett against the Buffalo Bills coming up next. Fourth down in the Steel City.